Unturned is presented by Update AI. Have you have you ever heard me talk favorably about a business review? No, I, I, I have for never years, Christy. You, I have no. heard you talk unfavorably, and this is the thing, though. Correct. I promise and it's you. Not because I don't believe that there is value sure. in it. I just think that most organizations don't orchestrate it right, right. and so it's a big fat use of waste of everyone's time. Any any CSM of any product that I use, I have not engaged with them before. They do not know what my goals are. We are not measuring towards any objectives. So what do you want to get me on a call for? You're not giving me an update. I already have my established sentiment. If I'm either using your product or I'm not using your product. And I don't need you to waste an hour of my time, which I don't have, to tell you what my goals are so that you can fill out some arbitrary system in your in your tech stack so that your executive feels better about things. Yeah. No, thank you. Welcome to this edition of the Unturned CS Insider Mashup, a roundtable discussion that goes deep into the recent trends in customer success. Introducing your hosts, Christy Feltaruso, John Johnson, Mickey Powell, and Josh Schachter. Jazz hands. I'm not going to participate in all your dances. I'm going to watch all of you dance and judge. Yeah, you have judgment eyes. face on right now. Like I do, because I have a lot of feelings how today. It's a Monday. Fun. It's a Monday, and I'm feeling feisty. Feisty. Feisty Feltaruso. Yeah. Good. Let's, start, let's get it going, guys. That- you know, right after Joe Rogan was the it's and Feisty Feltruzzo and friends. The three Fs. <laughs> I have a lot more Fs than that. Well, so so there we go. So so you guys, so you guys got got us going here. The first topic we need a new name. When 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 Brandon, speaking of names, how do you how do you pronounce Brandon's last name? Is it Sestrone or Sestrone? I I was at the, mm. I was think it's Minestrone. Sestrone. I like it. Okay, Sestrone. Uh, yeah. So this is the problem with knowing people from Slack and LinkedIn. Like, yeah. like I've known Brandon for three years and I've never seen his face in person. So like, have you seen it on zoom? Have you seen it virtually, many, right? Virtually. Yeah, for oh, sure. Okay. But I like, think I've only I had one virtual meeting with him. I don't know ever. how tall he is. You know, in, in uh, person, it's actually hard to see his face because he's got such a big, heavy beard. So even in person, you're not going to get very far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. Good guy. And he exists in person. I've actually met the man, the myth, the legend. So, Brandon of CS Insider. Yes. <laughs> yes. When Brandon of CS Insider and I decided to do a collab on, you know, unchurned plus CS Insider, we really didn't get to the point of like naming the thing. So I've just been rolling with CS Unchurned, which is really lame. So I, I want to start us off. I want to like, I'm, you guys don't know this, but I'm creating some branding for us. Who is typing? Is that Christy or Mickey? I think Mickey. it's Mickey. It's it Mickey. Is Mickey. That is Mickey's the only Christy. one of us with a mechanical First of all, keyboard. You would hear, you would know, but you would hear mine because my nails are almost worse than a mechanical keyboard. It's like it's like a little. I'm trying to consult my ChatGPT to come up with names. I already did that, so just so we're clear, and I like asked for more, so I have 30 ChatGPT names. And guess what, though, guys, they're all horrible. Okay, well, what's the least horrible? Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, oof. I mean, they're tough. I'd love to hear what Mickey described the podcast as to generate his names, but I'm getting one like the customer success chronicles, <laughs> one woman and three wise guys. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds a little triumph, diminutive. Tri- tri- <laughs> yeah. Triumph and tribulations, a gender balanced customer success podcast. <laughs> But it's, it's like it's mathematically not. Well, it if you take, if you wait by personality. Success with a truism. Yeah. <laughs> success by committee. The three plus one podcast. Ooh, I actually kind of like success by committee. Yeah, not bad. Oh, interesting. 
Okay. Okay. Success in stereo conversations with a dash, dash of diversity. All right. Let's all, we're all going to, we're all going to submit one pick. So, really so, so my first, really my bad. submission here is Christy with three dudes. Um, <laughs> next. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something my husband wouldn't really love the podcast to be called. Yeah. Like, Joshua. <laughs> it sounds like something that no one's allowed to open on their desktop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Safe search. So. <laughs> I, I was thinking, uh, what about, uh, success and sat- satire. Oh, oh, because we're all feisty. Um, yeah, but I can be the feistiest, right? Look, we'll we'll fight okay. over that okay. success okay. and shenanigans. Okay. Uh, but I like that you're doing this alliteration thing. I like alliteration. Really- I like that you're okay. reading okay. your chat. You, you guys are all reading your chat GPT screens. Humorously yeah. helping. Yeah, of course we're humorously helping came came from chat gpt as well i think we just need to name it like it has the name has to be something about like christy and this is not this is not me being like massage this is me being a pure businessman and the three dwarves and wanting like more views because if we promote christy's okay, name so at least i like i appreciate that that at least you're being honest about how you're using me i think when i get invited to participate in most things people aren't as transparent so i actually like the direction this is going yeah like Christy and and more eyeballs. I, I, <laughs> yeah, it's like when Mickey makes sure that I like his content on LinkedIn Correct. and repost and reshare and comment. Yeah, what about faces for radio? <laughs> CS faces. I actually radio. think that we're adorable. You I think we're not entirely sure, like what, like why people care. <laughs> like so, well, I liked the success, the success and satire or shenanigans. Like I liked those play on words. I do think that we're a playful bunch, and I do think that there is a yeah. lot of humor in our content. Yeah, sarcasm. And we we, we said that BS and CS was taken already. Uh, some version of it, but I still like that's still my. Point. I have a feeling just, that Tango. You said it was Tango. I think Tango would. I, I I think they're too dry to have done BS in CS. They might have done like yeah. no BS in CS. But I think the point is, as per the first ten minutes of the show, we are BS in CS. We are definitely okay. So it's yeah. called CS No BS. Right, we're the opposite. Podcast. We're the opposite. So I think that oh, we're yeah, like yeah. CS and BS. Ah, and BS. Yeah. Yeah, see, Chrissy, you already came up with the best the best name. I don't know why we're wasting any more time. I, you're right. I think that we run with that. I think it's CS and BS. With Christy Falteruso and three dudes. And friends. And friends. <laughs> Hosted by uh, Christy Falteruso. <laughs> please. please. It's not, it can't be three dudes. <laughs> with yeah. Christy and friends. For the reference, Josh is not married, folks. <laughs> and pals. <laughs> I mean, clearly, only an unmarried person. No, why don't we just do, like, the Josh actor dating hour and, like... <laughs> Like, try to marry this guy off. Like, he's a successful founder of a startup with AI in the name, which is great oh, on, yeah. on yeah. Bumble, I would think. So so this, this we've just pivoted the show. This is not going to be a, a, a yeah. dating show for me to, to be placed. No. Yeah. Swipe right with Joshua Schachter. <laughs> double tap. Um, this is oh, great. so some of them no, are be, swipe and some you double tap? I don't know. I, I haven't. Know. I haven't it depends on how well you get to know them. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's actually a mix of both, Josh. It's a mix of the swiping and the double, the double taps. Yeah. What should we actually get to something related to? Did we decide? We just, I think we just named yeah. it. I think it's CS yeah. and BS with Christine. BS and CS or CS, no, CS and, and BS. CS and BS. CS and BS. Yeah. yeah. CS and BS. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And it can be the and percent, or it can be and. Do we want to write it out? Like it doesn't matter. It d- we'll let the marketing guys. I'll let, yeah, I'll let, I'll let Josh run yeah. with that. All right. Hey, 
Anyway, do I, am I, do I need to apologize for my comments about Christy? Am I going to get canceled? <laughs> what did I you say about so. canceling? Because I think I would have to cancel you, right? Because would I be the canceler? No, any, any listeners out there. Could oh, anyone the can thing. cancel? Anybody, anyone can. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You know. But like, the real question know. is, should Josh be canceled? And that's an no. easier question to answer. No. <laughs> well, there's many other things off of this podcast that might fit into that category. Yeah, unrelated. I would say based on today, no. Okay. But again, I don't. I don't. But the private text message threads says. that we have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. so, well, the, well oh, yeah. this is why we just deleted. So yeah. for for all the audience out there, so so Christy is not advocating for my cancellation. Let's just 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 to just yes, be that's okay, correct. Thank you. Please don't cancel my friend okay. Josh. With that disclaimer in place, let's go on to the next topic. So we got CS and BS. <laughs> uh, now we're going to go into a post. And this post was by our friend Erica Villarreal. Ooh, talking we about- got to meet her in San Francisco. Yeah. First time I got to meet her, I enjoy her energy. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's great. That was not my first time meeting her. I had a chance to meet her in London, and I met her in Utah. And I feel like... All of the, at least like the places, London and Utah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's... Where else is there? In California. California. So, like, yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's where tech happens, right? California, Utah, and London. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What does she I'm say? New York. Describe your day as a CSM. Sad. <laughs> with one word? I'm really wait, stressed. Wait, one word? <laughs> we, this is not Confused? a good question to do on a Monday, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually really bad. Yeah. You know when you're like, you're in bed. I don't know. And Friday you, might be worse, though. Uh, that's true. But you know when you're like in bed and you need to get up and you just like you're like mentally berating yourself to get out of bed. Yeah. Well, I don't have I to have like, those chats with myself. I just get up. That's you know what? So, let's, let's well, let, you're let's, a stronger um, person than I, the rest. I, of I us. mean, let's let's <laughs> let Christy go on this one because her 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 day is kind of well documented at this point. But we know she gets up at like three thirty in the morning. <laughs> so, Christy, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Describe your typical day. Okay. okay. Can we can we all align that there's no such thing as a typical day in customer yeah. success? And I think it's the beauty Agreed. and the horror of our jobs, Correct. right? There's 100%. no consistency, yep. right? But it's not mundane, right? We never get bored because there's always something going on. And if you are a solution-minded person and somebody who likes to navigate rough waters, uh, this could be the role for you. So it's the pitching customer. <laughs> Wait, is this Josh's dating um, again? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Josh could be the CEO for you, um, <laughs> like navigating rough waters. Rough waters. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know, but I think mental baggage. Like, yes, I do CSMs think I do baggage. think that there's there's a lot to be said about our days. So they're not the same, right? So we're we're working with customers, we're in internal meetings, we're we're building out all kinds of stuff. And I say stuff, right? Like decks for meetings, presentations, projects, success plans. I mean, I don't know. I can rattle off a hundred things that we're doing all the time. But I mean, what? What do we want to do here? We want to break down like all of the tasks and activities no, that we're doing in any given day? Yeah, so sh- go ahead. Yeah, John. go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you just. No, no, no. no, no Age no, no, first. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, Age before. Okay, okay I'm going to go first. first. Oh, right. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I like she broke it down um, into kind of some blocks. I, I do this a lot. So I um, actually segment out my day uh, on, on, a, on a regular basis. So like in the morning, like I, I actually don't take meetings before 10 a.m. Um, that's kind of like my dig through email time. That's like kind of get, get my head around the day, right? Get a cup of coffee, uh, wake up, uh, put on pants maybe. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I also leave like the back, like the back end of the day clear too. So anything after three o'clock, I don't take meetings. Um, you know, there's obviously opportunity for internal stuff if there's, there's a need, but, um, I, I like to leave a lot of space for kind of the deep thinking when it comes to this. I think a lot of people think that, uh, customer success is like it's it's all about customer meetings. You have to do the Zoom and you have to do the QBR and you have to do all this kind of stuff, and, and that's not customer success. Like that's 
that's like, you know, like following a, a, a 10 step program, but never actually going to the gym. Right. So, um, I actually really like to leave a lot of opportunity for, uh, I guess like the natural things to come up, like a random email from a customer saying like, I'm trying to figure out this problem. Like, what do you think? And then to go meet with 10 or 15 other people within my company and just to kind of workshop strategies and thoughts and how the focus on adoption. And, and it's not just, I need to get them to use it's, this is the person, this is the customer, this is who they are. And I, I do a lot of deep diving into use cases and, and, and business problems and how the company makes money and documenting that stuff. I like it. I like how you block out your day, the morning and the afternoon. Uh, and just to be clear, that's not because you get up at 10. No, 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 no. I have children. They don't allow that. Uh, my kids are in California for the next two weeks. So I, and so is the wife. So I'm like, this is a weird week also on top of many other reasons, but I just literally rolled out of bed and took my first meeting and it was pretty stressful. Uh, I don't recommend it, but also pretty great just to like, you know what, throw some stuff in the hair and then you're on Zoom. It's great. Life is good. Yeah. I really need to do the dishes though. Huh? Uh, I attended, I'm looking for that email right now because I, I, I wrote myself notes, but I haven't gotten to them yet. But I attended a work, yeah. Uh, I know I attended a, a workshop a couple weeks ago, um, from a guy who's like a, a work management, like master guru of like this, how to become more efficient at work. Um, and he talked about every day setting aside two 30 minute slots or three, two or three 30 minute slots to read your email. And outside of that, you don't check don't, your email. Don't do it. Yep. And yeah. he had buckets within that. And there was like, and that's what I'm trying to figure out the exact um, uh, setup he had. But it was like, if it was, if it's less than five minutes that it needs a response, response, just do it then. If it's greater than like 15 minutes, then you book time in your calendar for whenever you have an opening to actually get that thing done. Now, yep. the tricky part is the five to 15 minute task. It's like, do you do it then? Or do you, you know, like, what do you do with that one? If it's going to take you 10 minutes. Uh, and that I'm, I don't remember the answer to be quite frank with you, but this idea of like just two or three times a day, you check your email and you either get it all done right then and there, or you book time for yourself in the future. Like, I don't know. I'm going to try it out. I haven't yet, but I, I'm looking forward to trying it out as soon as I can find that email with my notes. Well, I think this also There's, goes on to a topic that we've talked about before where it's like CSMs are not 24 seven support. Like, right. you know, getting right. in front of your customers and communicating with them is like, you may email me on Monday and I might not get back to you until Tuesday. Like, obviously if there's urgency, urgency and stuff like that for sure. But like coaching folks to say like on every call that I do is like, great, email me just so you know, I'm in a lot of these meetings. <laughs> I don't schedule them at 10 AM. Um, <laughs> But like, there's got to be this, this back and forth of like my time, like I'm managing my time really, really well. Um, and that's the way that it should be. Right. Um, so I'd love to hear like how you guys, like, what, what do you do? Like when you have to break that cycle, like when you have to actually jump on something in the middle of the day or break those rules, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I've struggled with this all the time because earlier in my career, I think I, I used like constant availability to show that like I can help and I can help fast. For internal and external, right? It's like the whole like, oh, they responded to a Slack at eight at night. So like they're super committed <laughs> I'm to I'm going to give that guy a raise. Never. Yeah, geez, Nobody ever said yeah. that. But like that's, and it took me a while to realize that that's actually not, like that's never scalable. Because like obviously like, if you've ever like been, been like with an executive or something, they share their screen, you see their Slack and their Slack has like a billion messages. Unread. It's like, oh. Yeah, unread, right? Because it's just like, okay, at some point you have to put in place 
structure to block out the things and like to, to, you know, separate out what and when and why and where. And the book that actually really helped me start to understand this more is getting things done. And it does talk about like, yeah, I would definitely look it up. Um, but it, it, you know, to Josh's point, it actually kind of walks you through like, if you can do it in 60 seconds, do it now. If it's a project that has like dependencies and things like that, and you do want to do it, then you need to like put it in to some sort of bucket of like, I've got to schedule this and I've got to set aside time to do it, but I can't do it right now. And a part of that is all the context switching. Like you can't constantly switch from like a little task to a big project back to a little task to another project. You're, you know, your multitasking is actually just causing you to be less productive. Yep. And I struggle with this all the time. I'm constantly fighting that battle. And, and so uh, what I found, oops, but no, please, sorry, please, Christy, go. Okay. I was going to say, so what I've done is I actually block um, two to three hour windows on certain days of the week, which are my days that are, are focused on deep work because those are uninterrupted. I will not schedule anything over them. They are sacred. And I do them a couple of times a week. And sometimes they're in the afternoon. Sometimes they're in the morning. And the reason why I do that is because I know that I am my best and most alert in early hours. I am less effective in afternoon, like after 3 p.m. That's just not for me. Like I've because hit a wall. Because you've been up for 12 point. hours. I've been up, I've been up for a whole day and a half at that point. So for me, I'm less effective. So I know that there's certain work and certain tasks that I'm best suited to tackle in the morning and some that I can deal with in the afternoons. So on various days, I have these buckets of time. But what I found that is if the window is less than two hours, I can't get anything done. And I know that sounds like, wow, okay, it takes you two hours to like do anything. Yes, because to the point of context switching and because again, distractions and just carving out that time where I actually feel like I have the space to give it the proper yeah. thought and clarity that the work that I need to do requires. We're not talking about checking emails. We're not talking about like the administrative work or the back and forth or scheduling internal, whatever. It's not that work. It's not the busy work. It is me working on the business. Yeah. And so if I don't build that time in, and these are just recurring blocks and everyone knows I will not take a meeting over it unless our largest customer is churning, do not come find me. I shut off Slack. I shut off email. I shut off everything during that time because there could be, there has to be zero distractions. I cannot be bothered. Yeah. And let me just say that like everybody wants to be a boss. Everybody wants Christy, to be a director. When I grow up, I want to be Christy, Christy yeah. Falteruzzo. Thanks guys. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to be a boss or a leader. Uh, and, and this is my point right there. Uh, uh, but I find that now it's it's just so hard. Like as a CEO of a startup, you are multitasking so many different things between paying bills, paying your podcast producer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> writing your writing your requirements, you know, working on marketing with Mickey. And now I cherish the time where I can just sit down for like an hour or two hours and and do slides or write requirements or like just be in the flow of one IC activity. Yep. So I love that. That's the yeah, that's flow. It's my it's flow. my happiest time. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm most productive and I thrive most when I'm being left alone to just do the job I think I was hired to do. Yeah. Which let's be honest, we we are not getting any work done in all the damn meetings that we're in. No, I get no. zero done. Yep. Right. I'm like, I can either do my job or I can be in all these meetings. I can't do both. No. So so this I mean, this this um so so this guy that, that this this guru, I found my notes to myself the, of his uh, takeaways. He also suggests changing your meetings from thirty minutes and sixty minutes to twenty five minutes or fifty minutes. Yep. Right. I've seen people Which do that. Google has a default. You can set it. it it's called the speedy meeting setting. And it will automatically change uh, to twenty five and fifty. I think that's smart. Yeah. And then, and then he also mentions that potentially 
the most important like productivity hack is something that a lot of us don't do. Most of us do not do. And this is particularly relevant for, for CS is that we prioritize based on deadline and urgency oh, yeah. Yeah. rather than by impact. And John, this goes to what you were saying about like CS is not support, but really we should always be prioritizing by impact yes. over urgency. Yep. I love what you just said. <laughs> um, I think that's a huge, uh, it takes a couple years for CSMs to figure that out. I think they get into the mindset of, I got to get this report by Friday. And it's just because it's the thing on the list, not because, yeah, you may need to get it done by Friday, but it, it may not be the thing that you want to work on right now, right? It's the thing that you work on in your flow state because you need two hours to focus on this. And um, yeah, man, that's so good. I'm going to steal that. There yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm constantly that, I mean, that, honestly, reminding that, myself of that. Yeah. That, that leads us into like your second thing, like, Mickey's actually constantly, constantly reminding me of that. <laughs> True. But like, I, that, that's like, that's a part of a good working relationship is like, yeah. is this actually going to move the needle or is it just another thing we can do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, yeah, we're stop being busy. We're yeah, totally. We're in the process of this like acquisition. We got acquired by a PE firm and there's a Who's lot of, we? uh, the company that I work for user testing. Just John. Just John. John. I was his, personally his acquired. I am John and his family were acquired by a PE firm. Um, yeah. It's been, a, it's been an interesting the- week. <laughs> uh, no, but there's a lot of processes and there's a lot of things, you know, when you kind of have things come in and they say, do this and you're like, why? And I think that's a lot. That's like a really good question. And I'm asking that a lot right now. It's like, but you just gave words to some of the internal dialogues that I'm having with leadership this week. It's like, uh, well, because I want to focus on impact, not just urgency, right? Yeah, this is important. Revenue is important. Stability, all that kind of stuff. But like, if what we're doing isn't moving the needle, why are we wasting our time? If we're trying to do better with what we have, um, why are we focusing on, urgent, on on impact instead of urgency? And then you you actually posted this. This does kind of segue, I feel like, into the second post that you brought. Um, the uh, queen of LinkedIn uh, small Q Carly Agar, uh, posted, uh, top things you need to do to prep for upcoming client meetings. Uh, I'm not going to read all 10 of them because I feel like they all need to be erased now. And we just need to stay focused on impact. Like, are we focusing on the impact of how our customers are working with our software on our customer meetings? Or is it just bullshit? Like, are we just giving them more work to do on our meetings and taking up time? Go into that, explore, go like double click into that one more layer. Swipe right. Um, yeah, I, I just, I am having, I don't know if it's a crisis. I don't know if it's an awakening. It's probably a crisis. Everything is a crisis when you're 40, um, which I am, by the way. I think that a lot of what CSMs have been trained to do is to create work for folks that they're managing outside of the platform in order to validate the purchase of said software. I think there's a lot of steps that we make our customers do and hoops to jump through to, to be in, to be quote unquote successful. And I think that it it has how many CSMs do you have? I would ask you, Christy, like of the software, not maybe that you speak with, right? But there's in any given day, like I'm working with five or six different software companies, and I have a CSM for every single one of them. And if I have to spend an hour to give my CSM something so that they can report on my success, like that's taking time away from the job that I'm hired to do. And that cuts down a lot of the value of these software companies. It also, right? as you say, it cuts down the time that they are supposed to be giving you back. Yeah, totally. Right. So many, so much of the software that we utilize is to help drive efficiency and time savings and all this. But when you then have people who are intervening, who are demanding that time yes. back, can we subtract that then from we the never value do. of efficiency? We never do. We don't. Yeah. We don't. And it's why I also don't do QBRs, EBRs, yep. or any kind of BR with any customer yep. success manager of any of my partners or vendors. Because quite frankly, it's a waste of my time. Yep, I know my usage. 
Um, you don't attend. You don't, you don't, you don't accept I do not invites. Attend. I will not attend. I will not attend. Yep. And do you schedule them at client success? I do not. Have you, have you ever heard me talk favorably about a business review? No, I, I, I have for never years, heard Christy, you. I have no. heard you talk unfavorably. And this is the thing though. Correct. I promise and it's you. it's not because I don't believe that there is value sure. in it. I just think that most organizations don't orchestrate it. Right? right. And so it's a big fat use of waste of everyone's time. Any, any CSM of any product that I use, I have not engaged with them before. They do not know what my goals are. We are not measuring towards any objectives. So what do you want to get me on a call for? You're not giving me an update. I already have my established sentiment. If I'm either using your product or I'm not using your product. And I don't need you to waste an hour of my time, which I don't have, to tell you what my goals are so that you can fill out some arbitrary system in your in your tech stack so that your executive feels better about things. Yeah. No, thank you. My favorite thing no, to do when, C- when a CSM reaches out to me upon re- like getting, leading up to a renewal or mid-year or whatever it is, is like, hey, we'd love to get on an EBR with you just so we can talk through things. Because I know in, in their mind, they need to tell their boss if we're healthy or if we're going to renew. I respond and I say, hey, we're healthy. You can mark us down as renewal. And I give that details like upfront is like, I'm not going to get on a call with you. I'm not going to fill out your documents. Like I get what you're trying to do. I have sympathy and empathy for it. But at the same time, like you're right, you don't know anything about my business. And I don't necessarily want to take the next five hours of my day to teach you what I do in my company with your software. Like that's, it sounds funny as a CSM to say that, but I try like, this is actually a, a pretty big kind of like one of those like headbutting things within my organization right now, where it's like, like I, I don't want to get on a QBR with every single customer every single quarter because that means like we're a very analytic, uh, data analytics heavy um, operator. Like we have a lot of numbers and ROI and all this stuff, right? And and in order for our customers to come prepared for that, it takes hours of their day, and that takes hours of their day away from what they should be doing. It should not be managing vendors, right? We should be getting Let's just out go of back the to way. like the do unto others as we want done yeah, unto ourselves, totally. right? Like. If you don't want to attend one, maybe you shouldn't be forcing your customers to do one. Yep. Just saying. Well, and, and that's to your point is, Christy, all those ones that you ignored, I guarantee you at some point they're like, oh, these guys are at risk, right? And because... Oh, I'm sure that so there's a lot of conversations is- happening about how I ignore everybody and I'm, I've am i gone dark and I'm a disengaged customer. Like, leave me alone. We're fine. And then they, they engage their leadership and they're like, we got to have an executive. I got to reach out to Christy. I won't like, even oh tell you the, the volume of emails that I get with crazy messages. And I'm like, can you just stop? We're fine. Like, let's move it along. Anyways. Well, then what's the solution? What's the solution? What would be the ideal utopian QBR, EBR? Give options, yeah. right? Yep. We make an assumption that an, an EBR, we're just going to call it a BR. We're going to make an assumption that like BRs need to be these 60 minute meetings or two hour long meetings on site with 30 people in a room. Stop it. I've asked every single one of our customers now moving into the partnership because we've reframed our framework and said, how would you like us to update you on the progress we're making towards your goals? Would you prefer asynchronous communication? Would you prefer a one pager? Do you want to have a meeting? What is your preference? And we will meet that. And guess what? I have not yet heard anyone ask me for a 60 minute business review meeting. I have one customer that does it every quarter. Not a one. (laughs) And I manage customer success managers. So going back to like, let's do on to others as you do on to yourself. Did someone say chat GPT for customer success for free? Update.ai has you covered. CSMs get automated summaries of every customer call. That's real time savings that adds up. There's no bot, and Update even works alongside other tools like Gong. Sign up today at www.update.ai. That's update.ai.
John, you have John, you have a customer though that is 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 a very large ACV average contract for you. Yeah. Right? So we, but they're broken up into child counts, right? So we manage them as one brand, but individual lines, right? So there's one customer, and I, I love this customer so much. They're so responsive. Um, and every, I get an email from the, you know, executive assistant saying, Hey, it's, you know, Q2. I got some time. I'm, I'm going to schedule like our business review. This is the only time that we talk though. And I actually love it because it's not your typical BR. Like it's what you would want, Christy. It's like, it's, they take an hour out of their quarter to talk through the projects that they're working on. And I just listen and, and we, you know, kind of like fill in the gaps when it comes to enablement and support. And it's like, this is what it needs to be. But what I love is that we're also we're rolling out digital uh, QBRs. So we are using a tool called Matic, and we're implementing this option idea of saying like, "Look, do you not want to get on a call for with them. us?" Like a yeah. one pager, it's like a one pager QBR Matic. They just like I got an ad on LinkedIn today. I've yeah, never it's, heard of uh, them before. it's pretty cool. We're working out all the templates right now, and it's like for the subset of customers that are like, "No, I'm not going to get on an on an EBR with you." It's great. Here's your usage. Here's the product updates. Here's how you schedule resources. Like if you need me, here's my link. We'll talk later because you're fine. Like, unless there's a risk or unless we know, you know, there's problems, 90% of the time that works. Um, and then you have time for those kind of like custom one-on-one calls that are really valuable. And I get so much value out of these calls that I have every quarter. There's probably only two or three of them in all of this large business that that we do on a regular basis, like quarterly BRs. I like it. Well, I'm confident now I'm going to probably going to get a lot of ads now that we've actually know, said right? the name out loud. So now I'm sure my Instagram and all of my social media will just have Matic ads serving. Just hey, Christy, I heard so you talking cool. about us on your podcast. Yeah, set exactly. Up right? Just, I'm Don't so do that, Matic. Already. We love you. Yeah. No, I feel it. I feel like if I open my phone, they're already there. They're already <laughs> just waiting. They're waiting for me. Okay. Matic uh, is in our lineup for July 4th, by the way. If you want the full <laughs> founder's story on how they started their business. Oh, really? My buddy Nick. Yeah. They, yeah. Oh, I interviewed your buddy him last Nick. Month. Look at you. Oh, my buddy yeah. Nick. Bragging. Yeah, humble brag. Humble, mm-hmm. humble brag. Uh, Christy. CEO, CEO to CEO relationships. Christy, how do you feel yes. about uh, all these top 10 lists? I feel like that we've been seeing a lot oh my of them gosh. lately. Okay. Can we go? Are we ready? Oh, my God. Ready? So, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can we ready? relate this? Oh, okay. well, so, so, so we're, this is because context. <laughs> we got to keep it in the, in the CS Insider collab, right? Mashup. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's just the BS part. Okay. Uh, so this is because we go through and Brandon uh, Sestroni, uh, sends us a list of all of like kind of the articles and links and stuff like that that are going to be in the next episode. And we have tended to see the trend that there's a ton of listicles out there. So can I, in, can I want to, I want to also yes. add that it does go beyond even that the curated list that's provided to us. Right. So I don't want to even just like, let's not just target anybody that we work very LinkedIn closely with. Right. Which, is, which scroll, is representative. I which scroll is representative. LinkedIn uh, more hours than I care to admit out loud. And so what I am seeing is this like flooding of top 10 lists. What are Top why? 10, top seven, top eight. Okay. And like so what I did easier. is I started, oh my gosh, right. So I started dropping in these scenarios into ChatGPT to see, <laughs> hmm. And not to put anyone on blast, but <clears throat> I see some correlation between what they're posting and what I'm being fed from this AI bot. And so, we want names. All, okay. So, I know I will not do that. I will not put people on blast. Um, that's B roll stuff, privately, <laughs> maybe for our text exchange. But anyway, so here, here's what I'm suggesting. I love the use of ChatGPT. I think that like the stuff that's coming back here is super relevant, right? If you are pulling your list from there, the lists are good. They're accurate, right? Like I'm not going to contest any of this, but what would be super helpful to the community 
is if you picked one to three of those and went deep and contextualized it and, and layered in your experience, right? And talk about how you navigated something or how you tackled this challenge or how your CSMs do this every day. Otherwise, you're just giving me the same thing I can go read in ChatGPT and that's not valuable. So let's stop littering LinkedIn and other social media platforms with data, maybe in context that's not your own and enhance it. Take that. No, because I'm here for the ideology part of it, right? Like I love it to give you ideas. Because well, it's a listen, prompt. I, it's some a prompt. Use I am, it as a prompt. I am absent. I am absent for content ideas. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I couldn't post today if I tried. But so I like this to help with the ideology. But come on. The real value is what you've done, how you do it, right? And giving the community context. Give them some direction. Give them a story. So if you're not doing these things, don't post about it and misrepresent yourself either. And be like, I'm an expert in these 10 things. Guess what? No, you're not. You've never even done these things. Stop it. So <laughs> instead... Pick some, dig into it, add your, add some context, tell your story, make it fun, make it sound like you, right? Maybe bring a little bit of your personality in there because I can tell it sounds like a robot. Um, anyway, those are my, that's my take. Sorry. I just feel uh, very spicy uh, about that. ChatGPT yeah. hack is that you should always ask ChatGPT, if, you, if you're giving ChatGPT content to refine, tell it to keep your same tone. Yes. And it can do that. But that, yeah. I don't think that was your point, Christy. I think that wasn't point my was point, but that's a good no, point. No, I mean, but but like that does get to a point. Like we live in a world where I don't, I I gave, I think I gave up on posting. I used to post every day and I tried to be all. Funny. I used to post every day and then I got people yelling at me thinking that I died. They were like, where are you? Yeah, you don't say and, anything anymore. But it, we I live in this world where like, if you don't, if you're not in front of people's eyeballs every day, you're kind of irrelevant. You're and irrelevant. I don't like, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm opting out of that world. Like. I would rather have this every day than anything else like hosting on, on LinkedIn. Well, I just this don't, is my favorite. That's just not the world. It's absolutely my favorite. But I, but I do think that there's a good amount of people that are following these like 30 day, you know, these things to like build your network and your network and all that kind of stuff. And they just, you have to post every day. And at some point, like I found like day 18, you're like, Fuck, what am I supposed to say? It's like, oh, top 10 list. You know, like that's well, not I, to I discount blame, it. Honestly, I blame everyone putting this huge emphasis on like, you need to build your personal brand. Yeah, like you don't. Can we st- like? I mean, that that's what's out there. It's like everyone's saying in order to differentiate. Mickey, Mickey entered the chat. <laughs> I know, uh, Mr. Well, AI. Has to defend himself um, now. <laughs> well, no. So I had people ask me flat out, Christy, when did you decide to go build your brand? And that was never that was never a priority uh, for me. It no, but here's the thing. That's BS. That's BS. That's BS. That's BS. Are you that's kidding BS. me? That's Josh, BS. I started that was posting never, content no, 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 before maybe? you knew how to spell customer success. That's true. Just so we're clear. No, so but also like 100%. I think like Mickey, pre 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 pandemic. <laughs> that does not mean that it was not in part for your personal brand. <laughs> no, so but Mickey's going to jump in. I was honestly trying to learn because nobody was posting at that point. That's there true. were so few people talking about customer success. I had nobody. I had no friends. I had so no allies. I had no resources. And now I have too much garbage. <laughs> fluttering my LinkedIn feed and I'm mad. Oh man, I'm blaming the, <laughs> Sorry, I'm blaming the wrong person. That was guttural. No, we'll take it. Should I blame That's, you, Mickey? Safe space. Let's go. No, I, I think right, Mickey. Mickey, I want to, I want to like, this is actually, there is intelligence to what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. Mickey, you are the prime example of somebody who should build out a brand, but not everybody should build out a brand. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's Ooh, kind of the Can you talk about that? Can you differentiate? Because not everyone knows Mickey. Yeah. Why not me? everyone's Mickey's best yeah, friend. Because you have something else. A, you have something to sell. B, you uh, have so and I mean this like not not just update AI, but your personal side, right? A lot of folks that build out brands 
aren't driving people to something. They're just building out a brand because they want followers or they want something like this. But like there isn't there isn't a landing page. There isn't a product behind it. Um, Christy, we were talking earlier, like there's some folks that maybe like want to build out a coursework or something like that. Like those are the reasons to drive brands. But I see so many people that just post because they post and they want to build a brand. I, listen, and there's, John, I think I, I, I think would there are people that post well have have a strong POV, right? They've got a point of yeah. a point of view and some value to add. Mickey, he he's dominated in ChatGPT. As far as I'm concerned, Absolutely. he is the authority in that as it pertains to customer success. And I will every day go to him if I've got questions on how to best utilize this for customer yes. success. My right. whole thing initially was how to simplify customer success. I think people overcomplicate it and we get in our own way. And so I anchored on a storyline that very much drew from conclusions from my experience. So I was able to provide rich content based on, on anecdotes and stories and experiences. The problem is today is that folks who are lacking those things are just putting content out to be seen. And that's not building yes. a brand. Agreed. You're sharing content. Yeah. Thank I, you I for clarifying believe, that. I, right. I, I genuinely believe that Christy built her brand um, based on wanting to share content to help others in the industry. Oh, I of course. I genuinely believe that. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for a, but now she continues. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was, wait, I was waiting so, for something to segue. <laughs> you know, uh, the clock is right twice a day. Every once in a while, I can be kind. So, um, uh, John, I agree with you. I just want to qualify. I, I don't think you need to be selling something. You can just be building your own brand because you want to build you're building yourself for your next job. Well, that's right? selling you. That's selling something. To, uh, that's that's I would, selling yourself. I would say, and what I mean, I don't mean like a physical I product. I mean, like, what is the end goal, right? Like, it, it's not just because of FOMO. Right. Well, it's it's almost like, like, it's this idea, like, I don't know if you follow this on Twitter, like, there's this kind of like build in public thing, right? Where like a lot of folks that are like entrepreneurs that want to build something are like texting out like all of the things that they're learning, right? And I'm not against that. It's just that like there's some core learnings that everybody has to learn. Like there's there's some things, and I don't mean that like in a negative way. And I'm I'm kind of losing the plot here a little bit. So reel me back in when you can. But just this idea that it's like uh customer success isn't support post. Like we've right. been doing this for 15 years. You know, like there's some things that it's like if but you no, want to no, be John, but like we've been doing this for 15 years. So here's the challenge that I'm yeah. faced with, right? Like we have an, an entire like it, it's like the generations, right? Like our generation of customer success professionals, it's like been there, done that. We don't want to talk about those things because we feel like we already know those things. But that next generation coming up, I'm telling you, they don't know what's going on. They don't know how to do these things. So I do think that there's an audience for these like first time learners yeah. to take some of that, the stuff that's less rich in value for us and still find an appropriate audience. So then I feel like you and I, Christy, like the folk, like maybe there is like a, a maturity thing here when it comes to our age who out. we're following. So should and we just how build our own LinkedIn? <laughs> God, no. We should build I a separate no LinkedIn, you. right? Yes. No, we all just LinkedIn. stop. Like we just let, we just get out of their way, you know? Like, I don't know. I know, but I feel like there is stuff that like I still want to learn. Yeah. But I feel like the things I need to or want to learn aren't the things I'm finding on LinkedIn. And I don't know if that's Mickey, like I've you... hit a certain point in my career and my trajectory where I, you know, I just, I don't know. But again, I'm probably just following the wrong people. I'm connected with too many individual contributors, first time customer success professionals. And maybe that's why it's because of the network that has organically been built around me. Yeah. Mickey, who are you following in the AI world? Because you've put a lot of time and effort into this. And I think you you follow some people that are, are really bringing value that others might want to know about. Yeah, uh, Professor Ethan Mollick at Wharton, Ali K. Miller, formerly head of machine learning business development at Amazon. Um, 
Stephen Wolfram, who run, who's the CEO and founder of Wolfram Research. And then uh, there's a couple other blogs, The Algorithmic, Bridge, and Life Architect. Um, the, the, the names of those guys escape me right now. Those are folks that I, I'm subscribed to their newsletter and some of them I pay for specifically. Um, but, and that's all in the ebook. I've shared all of that again, like. <laughs> give, I'll load the give, ebook. Give, 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 I was waiting chat. for an opportunity yeah. to plug the ebook. Yeah. Okay. There it is, guys. I think we can, I think we're no, done. But now, I, right? I want to, okay. no, no, no. I actually want to, I want to talk because, uh, you know, I, I heard John and, and Christy go at it for a minute. Um, <laughs> is that what we were doing? So that's what that sounds I mean, like. Whatever you want to call it, so, or you weren't going at it. You were like you were attacking kind of together. Yes, it was like if you want to know, like a pack of raptors. It was like Jurassic Park, Clever Girl. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, actually, that, that checks. So out. the di- the dinosaurs were eating me. So great, yeah. uh, awesome. All right, Mickey, continue. No, no, no. He was saying you were the dinosaur. Oh yeah, you're oh, the well, raptor. Also unflattering. I'm, I'm a velociraptor. No, no, no. Velociraptor. Is that gonna, what I am? Okay, sorry. Shh. <laughs> So number one, remember, like these are all distribution channels. Yeah. So like yeah, here we go. LinkedIn and like BuzzFeed with their, you know, they built a business off of like people want to read the top ten Are lists. Still using that? No, no, I don't know. Like, I don't use it. But <laughs> uh, but what I'm trying to say is that like LinkedIn has built the channel. Yeah. So they through all of the tricks that we know and a lot that we probably don't know. They have figured out that they can get people there and they can get them to stay there and to stay engaged. Hence why Microsoft bought them for whatever, you know, $26 billion or something. So yeah, I am actively participating in putting content out. Some of it's good. Some of it's not good, but I do have personal and professional goals, but also the process is part of the, like, is part of my value of how I, of what I get value out of. Because I do have to think about what am I posting? What's my take? Yep. And yes, I use ChatGPT to help me. But to your point, Christy, I usually take the extra step of going, do I agree with this? Do I not agree with this? Do I have a personal anecdote that can illustrate how I've done this before or not done this before? Or do I have a, you know, do I have a contrarian take on this? Think, you know, all of those additional levels. Um, but I think that comes from practice. So like I do give a lot of like leeway to folks that are trying to like, post and build the brand. And I'm an advocate of people posting and building their brand to get better at their own writing, which I, this is, you know, something I want to get better at, but also to Josh's point, this is the channel. How like everybody well, listening that's ever applied to a job, you apply to a hundred jobs and you get no fucking response. Pardon my French. That wasn't French, but you can, but you can, <laughs> but you can get, you know, a, ma- a hiring manager to respond to you on LinkedIn. Yeah. So like, why I, would I bother go applying for the job? Can I, I want to say, cause I, I like, we're going to get into a, like, we can wrap it up here in a second. I completely hundred percent agree with you. I, 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 I do love it. I, what I think to Christie's point prior to the pandemic, cause that's when I kind of started getting a little mouthy on, on LinkedIn um, is at some point we're going to get to a place where it, there's too much noise for it to be a standard News feed as we have right now. So, what I what I am looking for is what the what the little subset or niche groups and and how we consume that data. Like I follow people, I follow like five thousand people. Like there's no way that I'm going to be able to ingest all of that content. I'm still relying on the algorithm. I think we're getting to the point in these worlds where we don't want to rely on the algorithm anymore. I want to go to ten people 
in my community, in my network that I are trusted and that I can speak to and that can speak to me and that I can learn from, right? That I know I'm going to learn from. And I want to move people in and out of those communities. I want to I take what I can and add what I can. Eight, got it. That's it. Yep. Like, can we please and get Tom. back to Tom? Yes. <laughs> that guy's a genius. Yes. So that's what I'm saying is like, I, is whiteboard. it's, I, I, you know, to back to Christie's little thing about the, mm-hmm. the top 10, like, like I, I would just, I would just encourage folks that are going through these processes of learning how to post and learning what to post and, and all this blah, blah, blah stuff, right? That's fine. If that's what you want to do, I support you. Find a way to not just make it rote, to not make it this like really, you know, standard templated thing. Like these, these tools, just like in customer success, every tool that we use is only as powerful as how we use it, right? So if you're not adding your lens or your color or anything to what you're getting out of these prompt engines, which is what they are, like these things aren't thinking. They're just, they're just guessing what the next like likely word is based on what you tell it. Like that's all that they're doing. Like add the human element to it. It's just at the end of the day, it all comes down to just make sure you're adding value and like you, use chat GPT if you yeah. want, but just add your own value. Yeah. And that was my point, right? Like instead of yeah. feeling compelled to copy paste all 10 things that you you've just read, pick three that you feel passionate about, right? And go elaborate on it. And and if, if you don't have experience in there, ask questions, tag, tag experts in it and say, Hey, this came back, right? I, I did this query. This prompt gave me this. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how to do this. I don't, I don't know. Like, there's ways to do this where you can actually be yep. more engaging to the community than just try to be visible because that's not value yeah. add. You have to you have to think about your audience too. I know, like but who, LinkedIn's who algorithm right? sucks. No, you got to think about LinkedIn's algorithm. No, but I'm, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I, I said that post yeah, last that week. True. Like I spent, I wrote a hell of a post, y'all. Last week. <laughs> Let me tell you, just for the, on, just on, for the record, Preach. John. Let's go. John, after this story, it better have a good punchline because there's no no commentary, no response from us. This is this this story this is, is closing end? out the episode. Oh yeah, no this crap. is how we nope. end. So, John, nope, nope, nope. you nope. have the mic. Nope. I'm going I'm not on doing mute. It. Thanks everybody for joining us. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I just I I no I have a good ending. Okay. It's a quote from Naval Ravikant: "Is escape competition through authenticity," which I did, and then I but I'm so used to people like not you. liking I'm not talking me. About you. I know. I'm talking to our audience. No, this is therapy. I don't care. Tell about the story, them. John. No, John, John, tell the story. Because I think it's valid because out. this happened to me all the time. And then I went back and I looked at their algorithm cheat sheet or whatever triggers and yeah, the cheat sheet. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So if I don't post every day, if I don't ga- engage every day, if I'm not doing all the things that they want me to do to gamify the system, then nobody sees my crap anymore. Yeah. It's like, come on. No, that's exactly it. So I like I spent some time in New York uh, two weeks ago with customer on customer yep. visits, and it was so much fun. Josh and I had some pizza. Um, I walked around the Met, um, I went to some comedy, ate a whole bunch of great food. And I did a lot of listening to customers. And I, uh, one of our customers spoke at a conference and I, I, I did all the right things. Like I, I interacted with all of the speakers on LinkedIn and I followed them and they followed me. And then I tagged them in a post and they responded to the post and, you know, I hashtagged it. And I, I actually like, like I had this really interesting thing that I have been learning about customer success for myself is, is less about all of this these processes and, and more about like, uh, what did I wrote? I said, uh, like a lot of time we forget about the person at the other end of, of the zoom call that it's, it's a user, but it's actually Sam who lives in Atlanta, who does these things, right. And like walks her dog in the afternoon. And like, like these, these human elements are so removed from this digital world that it's so, so often we forget what customer success is and that a customer is a person. And how do you get back to that? And it, it is, it is going for a walk. It is, listening to the same music or listening to a podcast or talking about 
all of this stuff that like connects us as humans. And I thought this was a really interesting post and, and I don't do it for clicks. I don't do it for likes, but I, you know, I generally will get a couple thousand interactions and people respond. It's like, Oh, a couple shares, nothing. I mean, 75 impressions, just bullshit. Like, Wow. And I'm not Mickey, so I'm not like texting everybody in the group saying, "Hey, everybody, go like this," or you know, my friend anymore. Um, you could be like Mickey and do that. No, but it seems I, to be current, current leaderboard, Christie's winning. Just yeah, for the reference. yeah, totally. The, I'm losing at this point. No, but like I actually thought about, it. I was like, I should, I should have them interact with it. Like I'm going to host it, and instead, I was passive aggressive, and I took a screenshot and I said, "What the hell, guys?" <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't even see anybody's content that I want to see anymore. Like all my buddies, all my CS friends, I don't see their content. That's not what's coming up in my feed. And if I took screenshots of what came up in my feed, shame on you, LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the, the algo right now. No. Ladies and gentlemen. And we'll leave it at that. This is CS and BS. Boo, LinkedIn, <laughs> you suck. Okay. Weird. Hey, guys. It's Josh. Don't hang up. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what, even if you didn't, I'd love for you to give us a rating in iTunes or Spotify. And after you do, email me at josh at update.ai with the name of your favorite charity. And my company, Update AI, will make a donation on your behalf. I'd love to connect with each of our listeners. Send me a LinkedIn request and I'll accept it immediately. Just go to www.update.ai slash LinkedIn and it'll redirect to my profile. Thanks.